from the TMBC Network. Welcome to Bad Audiobooks, a parody brought to you by our totally chaste listeners on Patreon. I'm Nick <laughs> Mazmanian. Uh, <laughs> Nick Mazmanian, along with my co-host. Ken Heidelman. Thank you so much for joining us about a show, uh, our parody show about good books or badly or some shit. I don't fucking know. Uh, welcome. You th- I'm so thrown off. Uh, <laughs> We're doing the Hardy Boys still. Thank we're, God you're also pure. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're coming off the shelf and we're uh, continuing and we're we're in shouting distance of the finish line here. Uh, I can see it uh, before us. I like feel a like col- in the desert. I feel like the guy is on top of Columbus's ship going like, "I see land to plunder, sir. <laughs> land, riches, indigenous peoples to destroy. <laughs> it's all ours for the taking." So we are going to be continuing down the dark course that is the Tower Treasure. Now on to chapter 21. XXI. A new idea. A new idea. A week passed, and still the loot was not recovered. Mr. Robinson has been held for trial at an early court session. What? We're jumping... Sh- uh, Frank! Oh, 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 we're going straight to trial? Like... Do they? They don't have time to <laughs> the defense attorney to nope. Get, uh, call witnesses. A week passed. A week passed. It's uh, or it's, it's, that's not how the court system actually works. No, 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 no. The, 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 he's going to trial now. It's been a week. Frank, is that you? Your voice is so different. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm just. I, I'm sorry. I was. I felt possessed for a moment. Um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's. You have uh, the eyes. You have the eyes of the universe inside you. I see everything. I've been everywhere. I know everything. Where's the money? Show me where the money is, Frank. I don't know where that is. Damn it. It was all lies. I sold my soul for nothing. Uh, oh, my God. He's seeing the, ger- the spirits again. How's mom? <laughs> she's, she's fine. She doesn't miss you. The uh, general uh, opinion <laughs> in Bayport was that he would be sentenced to imprisonment. Good but thing that we we rely on the, the opinion of the... Of the public instead of a, a jury. Thank God we have the court of public opinion. It's so much cheaper than actual court. Um, he did it. The fact that he would, the fact that he still refused to tell where he had gone the night, got the nine hundred dollars so near the time of the robbery weighed heavily against him. They really should have talked about that more in the plot, because that was like the actual thing that almost makes it substantial. But uh, they really just focus on the <coughs> fact that he was poor. Well, you know, the poor are just but scapegoats in this entity that is our lives. I'm become that more makes po- sense. I've become I took it a couple I took a couple poetry classes at the local college. Is it working, Joe? Do you like what I'm doing these days? Yeah, yeah, Frank. I absolutely. Uh, maybe you could. Uh, Do go, you know the Twilight of the Soul? Maybe you could go poetry at me some breakfast. I, I, this is uncomfortable. I don't want to look at you anymore. <laughs> Benton Hardy was downcast <laughs> because he, he had raised two failed sons and also was a failure as a detective because he never was one. It was the, his, it was the first case of its kind that he had been unsuccessful at solving completely. And although he was satisfied that he had gone that he had done good work in tracking down Red Jackley and getting the confession, the result had scarcely been worth the effort. Because <laughs> he didn't get paid. Not only that, like I just love how they're like, even though he totally poli- interfered in police investigation, and uh, it's just not satisfying as it used to be. My God, every I, time I interfere with police business, I usually get a, a a raise in my trousers, but this time I just I feel nothing. Chief Colleague and Detective Smuff were complacent, as 
you know, apparently all I can't do anything today. I believe that I will have a hot dog, as you Americans say. That's, we've been taking a hot dog in the mouth for this whole case, all right. It is truly disgusting. They made no effort to conceal their critical opinions of the great detective. Yeah, fuck that guy. I love how the system's just tearing apart at our hero, Fenton Hardy. <laughs> Why is this not the Fenton Hardy boys? <laughs> Fenton, Fenton's Hardy, Hardly boys. Hardly Fenton's boys. Perfect. <laughs> Uh, who had taken so much time trying to solve the mystery when the real thief was right under his nose all the time? His, I his sons! They're the ones that did it! Right under his nose! All the time. I told you so. Literally, and I told you so. Uh, was the burden of Chief Cullig's song of triumph. I knew all the time that the Robertson man was the man... I arrested him right after the robbery, uh, but they all said it couldn't be him, so I let him go. Who's all they said? Is it the public again? Are you listening to the public opinion? Uh, the, the court of public opinion Jury? is always correct. Let it be known. Uh, so, But I knew all the time that it couldn't be anyone else. So you're negligent in your duties, sir. Is that <laughs> what you're saying? No, I'm saying that the uh, the everyone else is wrong. I am always right, and that is the end of it. And anyway, uh ain't that so, Smith? Mm-hmm. I really think I should have done a southern accent, but I'm really glad I went. No, I, I want that one all to myself. Thank you very much. Yeah, you do all the sir. You do all the southern ones anyway. And the loyal Smuff would would dutifully chime in with, "Oh yes, Chief. Yes, you've never blown the case as big as this one before." <clears throat> But we have had it. We have to hand it to you. You were the right man all the time. So is that promotion coming through or what? I don't know. How much browner can your nose be? I could go a little bit deeper. I guess the professional detectives wouldn't think they're so smart after all. Eh, Smith? Oh, no, you betcha they won't. We can still teach them a thing or two. I'll say. Like how to mess up an investigation to cover it up. Although he does do a mighty good job of it if we need to consult with anybody. I'll say we can, Smith. I'll say we can. These stories, naturally enough, reach the ears of Fenton Hardy and the Hardy Boys as <laughs> atop their lofty perch. Because, yeah, it this random conversation was overheard by so many people <laughs> at the rumor mill. Uh, it's almost like the author really relies heavily on this uh, ambiguous and ethereal uh, word of mouth play that all these people gossip and information travels on. It's like the internet. You don't have to actually explain anything. The internet? The, the, the internet. Whatever. What is it? Huh? <laughs> these, oh my god. Uh, and they felt keenly the arrogant superiority displayed by the Bayport police officials. <laughs> by the Bayport police officials. But they said nothing, suffering their defeat in silence. I love that they get like they try to like dunk on them by saying how arrogantly superior they are, even though they were like trying to say that they're superior than the police. So, yeah, yeah uh, this is a, there's there's no heroes in this story. No, the police are garbage in this story, and so is Fenton Hardy. So there's literally no winning here. That you know who loses the citizens of Bayport. That's who loses. And the Hardy boys, they're the great. They just you know bomb threat derail. Uh, de Take it off a time of train and and flat out uh, bothering the citizens of Bayport with their antics and getting away with it because holding up traffic. They're rich. 
<clears throat> because the rich are powerful. The powerful will always control the weak unless we, as a society, come together and uh, make drastic changes to our political system. Also, uh, what, uh, what, put, put the chains away. <laughs> I have a right. <laughs> as Detective Smuff was hauled away, he continued to rant and, until he went insane. Um, on the following Saturday, Joe and Fr- Frank and Joe decided to take an outing. I d- I want to get out of this city for a few hours," said said Frank. "My poetry calls me to go to the big town and say it in front of everyone." Uh, yeah, I've got to blow off some steam. Yeah. <laughs> what are you gonna do, Joe? I found Dad's detective powder. Oh, no, it that's gives not him pa- a rush. Oh no, Joe, you you're dipping back into the, into the stuff again. You should be doing. Turn around. You can't tell me what to do. Oh my you're god. You're not my brother, Dad. <laughs> you're my dad, brother. We've been so busy worrying about the Tower Mansion case that we've forgotten how to play. Let's take Yeah, it's like we're children or something. Let's take the motorbikes out for a run. Yeah, vroom, vroom. Yeah, I, I can't wait to get off my shift from detectiving and uh, get back to the real world. You mean your unpaid internship at Dad's business? Yeah, Dadco. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, a, I've, I've got, I'm pulling a double and... They, they just won't let me go, man. And, you know, the union dues, they're really adding up. Ah. Ah. I, I wish they'd get that raise. Uh-huh. Good idea. His brother replied. Mother will make up some lunch. Oh, my God, she exists. She's, a th- <laughs> she's corporeal. She's become corporeal again. Oh, my God. My sacrifices have all paid off. Mrs. Hardy. Oh, my. Mrs. Hardy, who was in the kitchen with the cook. They have a cook? <laughs> I love how staff appears and disappears as see fit for this story. Like, like this, they had a servant. This house keeps building it on itself, Frank. I don't understand. There's 17 more rooms than there was yesterday. And you know what? The footprint hasn't changed in size. Have you noticed that this house is only growing bigger on the inside? It's some sort of fifth dimensional like expando house. I went to use the bathroom, and I found it was full of eyes. Just eyes, Joe. (laughs) I opened the door, and eyeballs just spilled out. It was horrific. I shit my pants right there. But, you know, I guess I didn't have to go to the bathroom anymore. Did you flush or what? I mean, I don't understand. I think the eyeballs ate it. I don't know. It was gone by the time I came back, including the bathroom. It was just gone. I don't, nothing makes sense inside of here anymore, Joe. Don't believe anything you see. Your eyes will betray you. The cook is staring at me. (laughs) I think he wants to eat me. Uh, Who was in the kitchen with the cook? Smiled when they made known their request. I'll have a a BLT. Uh, I can't wait to serve you boys, because that's all I'm good for. Put in your order. I am a mom. I haven't heard your voice in so long. Oh, Joseph. I missed you. Joseph, Joseph. They say you're not real, but I knew you were real. Oh, Joe, but I'm not. I'm a figment of your imagination, made corporeal by this house. What? It's it's the power of the tower. <laughs> the tower power has, has given you the ghost spirit inside we, of us all. We officially made this the most H.P. Lovecraft story we've ever read. <laughs> the minorities, Mom, they're the one that did this to you. <laughs> It's, it's all those Irish. It's now <laughs> it's now hit all the HP Lovecraft check marks. It's that minority Irish that is really making this possible, Ghost Mom. Thanks. Fair haired and gentle. We actually got a description. Uh she had been tolerantly amused by her son's activities in the Tower Affair. 
I love that someone just said, where's the mom in all this? Oh, shit. We completely forgot about her. We need to add her in. Okay. We're going to put her in now. Here's this chapter. The new mm. idea is her. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What? Mm. Okay. You just keep doing that sounds. Um, she had been totally amused by her son's activities in the Tower Affair, but she was glad to see them return to their boyish ways. Mm. You'll be Gee, getting speak, to... Speak, Mom! Say words! Hang on, hang on, hang on. What's she that, said, <laughs> Get the Ouija board! <laughs> she had said to them a few days previously, because apparently she still... They huh? tried to recon her Why? even further. <laughs> oh, you... You'll be getting you'll be getting too grown up altogether. And now, when they said they were going on a day's outing with their motorcycles, she hastened to prepare a substantial lunch for them. Work, slave. <laughs> we'll you be have back. No function except to make food. We'll be back in time for supper, mother. Frank promised. We're just going to follow the highway along the Royal Road. After that, we may cut across the country to Chet's place and then home. <laughs> she answered. What? What, Mom? Take what is she saying, yourself. Joe? Joe, can you decipher it? It's... Be quiet. Yeah. Uh-huh. She says take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. And she's warning us. Mm-hmm. And she says not to do any more speed. Mm-hmm. That's right, Frank. No more speed. But how will you get by? You're addicted now. That's not my drug of choice. That's you, man. This what? is not you. What? I didn't know. How long have I been off of it? It's because you've never asked yourself the question of, why do I do this? <laughs> Even way more deconstructive with this book. I like it. It's um, because our father's love isn't enough. That's why. Because <laughs> he doesn't have any. Because it was zero. We'll be careful, Mom. Ghost they, Mom. They promised as Joe stowed the lunch basket on the carrier of his, of his machine. This is my machine. <laughs> I ride it. Go fast places. Then, uh, with a spurtering roar, the motorcycle <laughs> sped. I like how she existed literally just to make them fucking food. Goodbye, Ghost Mom. <laughs> Goodbye forever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes, Mom! <laughs> I will finish him. <laughs> it will be a glorious end to your name! Okay, <laughs> bye! In a short time, <laughs> uh, the spreading roar, the motorcycle Praise sped... Praise be Ghost Mom! <laughs> the motorcycle sped out along the driveway, and soon the boys were on the concrete highway leading out of the city. In a short time. And far away from the plot. (laughs) Just as far as you can. How far are we going, Joe? How far are we going, Joe? Till the next book. (laughs) (laughs) Pass that noun and straight on till morning. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Let's get this Dixon right. I don't know. In a short time, they had reached the outskirts of Bayport. And then they turned west on the straight highway that ran parallel to the railroad tracks. Even it, we don't know. The writers don't know. Nobody knows where we're going. The writer's literally saying, I need to buy myself some time. Here's some countryside to see. Look at that. Oh, It'd look, be there's great a gecko. if we came across one more plot point. If the, and that the, was, they find a dead body. They poke it with a stick. I mean, you know. just Sherlock just, style. You know, we're just going to pace this out, you know. Good thing it's going to appear just in time for the ending of this book. It was a bright, sunny spring morning. And the highway was not congested with traffic. What the fuck was traffic back then? There's <laughs> two cars on the road. What the fuck is this world coming to? It's Oregon Trail. The ox won't move. 
We've died of dysentery while on the road. I killed 17,000 buffalo. I do not know what to do with all this meat, Joe. Joe, why are you dead, Joe? I will be resurrected from the bison meat of the fallen. <laughs> Ghost Mom's spirit will give me strength. Ghost Mom. Praise be the Ghost Mom. Praise be. Uh, freight trains shunted back and forth on the railways on the railway tracks below the embankment. And now and then, a passenger train steamed by, trailing a cloud of black smoke. Because fuck the earth. Like most boys, Frank and Joe could not help but feel fascination of the railway. I call it. It's it's calling towards me. Don't go there, Joe. That's where you'll die. Again. I don't want to see that again, Joe. Stop doing this, Joe. Why are you attracted to trains, Joe? It's the power of the road. It's calling me. No, Joe, no! (laughs) Ghost mom, please bring him back. We need him back. (laughs) Hey, so let's go to those rail tracks. (laughs) Although they admitted they they preferred the comparative freedom of their own motorcycles, which were not bound to follow the steel rails and did not have to obey the beck and call of dispatchers. Obey the dispatchers. Let them guide us in their path. Hey, Lloyd. I'm. Uh, how's that number three train coming along? Is it oh, going it's well? It's a pretty good train, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I just got the signal set up, and uh, for some reason, it'll send. Oh, oh, shit! There's a kid on the tracks! What the fuck? Get out of the train! God. Oh, my God! Oh, my oh. hit him! Oh, oh God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, my God! Oh, no, look! Look! What? He's resurrecting on the road beside what? the track! No! Oh, it's Ghost Mom! Ah! Oh, I brought her back! Oh, thank God! Oh! Thank God those kids got that ghost mom. Oh, heck, that ghost mom's real good. I mean, you know, what would they do without her? I mean, they, she keeps saving their ass. Uh, you know, praise be. Praise be, ghost mom. Pra- praise be, ghost mom. <laughs> uh, where are we? Okay, there we go. Which were not bound by the steel rails. Okay, yeah. Uh, out, on, out in the open country, they put on a little mora? <laughs> why is there, why is there a, an accent over the E? A little mora, speed. <laughs> Hey. It's a me, a Mario. It's a little speed. It's eh? a me, uh, yeah. I gotta uh, go faster. Uh, yeah, gotta go fast. <laughs> gotta go fast. Look at the mushroom, man. Eh? Sanic just shows up. Uh, the highway was like a city pavement beneath them, and the cool breeze stung the color into their cheeks. For more than two hours, they rode, passing through villages and small towns. Is there hamlets? Is this medieval town fantasy land? Like, how many towns are two hours away from a city? Like five? Yeah. Just, I know, but... Just the local sheriff <laughs> and the lord. We must we must give them and the serfs that till the land. Good morrow, young sirs. <laughs> How's the ride today? Thank you. My steed is uh, being fasteth. One day I wish to also own a horseless horse. No, God not willeth. <laughs> Oh, I will just chill my tomatoes now and turnips. Put thy head down in the dirt and pull up the carrots. Praise be, ghost mamas, I eat this dirt. Praise be. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As yes. the peasants continued to chew, chew the dirt, <laughs> uh, until it came to the point where and another railway intersected the line they had been following. Here, a road also ran into parallel into the track. This is so I don't care. I, I really don't care what the railways are arranged. The houses just, just tell me what's happening. <laughs> just skip it. Here, a road also ran a parallel to the tracks, branching off the main highway. Always I don't give a shit. 
I, I don't care. <laughs> Hang on, we got to get into the typographical details of this world. Always on the alert. Wait, was it a parallel intersection or a counterclockwise cross? I you gotta know, know, during the driving test, I don't really remember most of the, the things because I didn't take it. So, uh, I think you're right. Are you not licensed for this vehicle? No, and neither are you. We're breaking the law, Joe. But it doesn't matter. Because we have goosebumps. Praise her be. Praise be! That's the only thing we need. It's her on our side. And justice. Just keep us pure. Pure. Always on the alert for the new country to explore. For a new country to explore. Because it's all not the been discovered. The land is building on itself. <laughs> this is new land. This is new country. They just built it. They they're, just made it. They're off the coast of Greenland now. 50 miles inland. Ghost Bob just raised it out of the water for us to explore and then populated it with animals, plant life for a thousand years. Always on the... <laughs> 6,000 years, more like it. It's off the mainstream of traffic, said Frank, and the country seems to be wooded further on. We have... We can have lunch in the shade of, a tr- of some of these trees. This is... I really want to know where the story's going, Frank. So we're now we're now entering meandering classical literature territory, everybody. Get ready. This is like jazz literature. It's free for, baby. This appeared. This appeared to be uh, an advantage. For oh, for what? <laughs> uh, for there were no trees along the state road, and the constant stream of vehicles made a roadside lunch something of a public affair. And also Let us fucking all eat insane. lunch together. On Let us sh- all park our cars in the streets. Can you imagine on the five just driving by and so someone's eating like lunch, like pudding? Like <laughs> 70 cars <laughs> clustered together. <laughs> and be like, oh, that's right. That's good. Let's just all, st- oh man, is it, is it one already? Let's stop on the freeway. Get out the checkered pad and lunch. All together. All the thousands of us. That's why there's traffic. That's where the traffic's coming from. It's yeah, lunch. That's why. Everyone in LA is just having brunch on it's, the freeway. It's picnic time. It's madness on the 110. It's ah, all picnic crazy. traffic is brutal today. Uh, accordingly, the boys turned their motorcycles down the side road, which, although it was not paved, was well graded and led through a quieter countryside. What railway is this anyway? Asked Frank as they sped along. Ah, the universe is telling me! I asked you a question, Joe. We're in a random location that's hours away from where I normally live, and I've never been here before, but it's the Bayside and Coastline. It's <laughs> mostly free, I think. <laughs> You're bleeding. Your nose is bleeding again, Joe. <laughs> I just... Oh, I got it. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Dixons. I've got the information that I need. The Bayport and Coast? Why, that's the railway that Red Jackley used to work for. You, don't you remember Dad telling us that? Yes, yes. The plot is very convenient that we're, if we're here. His I'm fir- sure we're going to just find that MacGuffin. They need to solve this whole thing together. His first crime was stealing freight from the road. So he did. I'd forgotten all about that. It's because you're fucking stupid, Joe. I it's think what? it's because the editors added it like, no, after we read it. It's because Ghost Mom imbued me with powers beyond this <laughs> realm's understanding. That's why I know everything. Ghost Bob is seen through the space and time of the pages. Praise her be. Praise her be. Let's let's rewind the pages. The boys look down at the tracks below the embankment. Oh, Within- there's Red Jackley's body. <laughs> Dad must have dropped it off here. <laughs> What's that in his hand? <laughs> oh, it says Robinson did, did it. And <laughs> the uh, Finn? What does that mean? Whoa. <laughs> I lost consciousness for a minute. Oh, that we're back. Funny. What happened? Oh, my body's tingling. Anyway. Back to reading. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) 
Oh, okay. <clears throat> uh, renewed it with renewed interest by virtue of the railway's association with the notorious criminal. Mention of Jackley's name revived recollections of the Tower Mansion case. And when the boys finally... You know, from way back when, a week ago, Frank, uh, so far away, it just revitalized those memories and rehydrated them. Frank looked off in the distance, a blank stare, looking Frank, at the horizon. What is it? Is Ghost Mom speaking to you? As if we were waiting for it to meet him rather than him meet it. It's like the universe is speaking to you, isn't it? Frank. Do you feel it too? Frank, do you remember yesterday? What is day? I talk... You're Frank now. Aren't uh, you? I am Frank now. <laughs> I, I am Joe. I am Joe. I am the knight. <laughs> oh God, it's gonna murder your voice. I don't know what you're talking. You're right. We. I should really back off this. We should. We should return back to our normal voices. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 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 I'm back. Okay. What was that? Anyway, um, we've only we've got three three and a half chapters to go. I can't keep that pace. No, you cannot. Uh, <laughs> we're good. Uh, there we go. Uh, because I can't remember yesterday anymore. Uh, when the Tower Mansion case. And when the boys finally decided to stop in the shade of a little grove of trees beside the road. I thought there weren't any trees, Dixon. No, we're in the country now. We're in the country now, Joe. Pay attention. All countries. We are in the country. All countries are one. No, we are in the country in terms that there are sparser buildings here. And it's more open space. And there are trees to be allowed to grow because nature is okay here. Not in the cities. Fuck nature in the cities. But here, it's where it lives. There is no balance. It is either nature or death. Ghost bomb. <laughs> um, incident of the uh, mysterious and they uh, little grove of trees beside the road for lunch. They reviewed every incident of the mysterious affair. It would have been better for everyone if Jackley had just stayed with the railway. Frank observed. That's really deep. You mean Frank. like... Not interacted with any other people. I know, I was about to say. They don't have everyone's lives. It would just be better if he wasn't born. It'd be great if he didn't exist. Ghost mom, please. It'd be better if mom didn't exist. That's no. what dad ended How up. How dare you? Dad, dad contacted the narrator, and they had a discussion. He talked to Dixon, and they said... I'm choking you now, Joe. The, it's the Dixon choke. I, I can't speak. <laughs> they won't allow me to comment. Okay, narrator, you can continue. Frank observed as he bit into a thick roast beef sandwich. I, am I Frank now? N no, you're Joe, but this is a... Frank observed as he bit into a thick roast beef sandwich. No, no, no. I'm saying you're the line after that. Oh, I guess it's... Uh, and I Sorry, I thought he was observing and then he was going to comment on his observation. I thought so too, but apparently uh, that's Thanks, the end. Dixon. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for this beautiful formatting. <laughs> Well, you're making me look like an ass, no, Dixon. No, the formatting you're here. You're making me look like a dick, Dixon. No, the formatting here is clear. It was Joe. It was Joe's line. It, it, so go ahead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the part that says, "No Joe comment there." There's no, but it's Joe. another quote, and it's not. It would be on attached to the paragraph. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm wrong. Yes. Whatever. He sure caused a lot of trouble <laughs> before he died. I'm a good boy. <laughs> I swear to God, I will murder you again, Joe. <laughs> Said the Who's narrator. Who's speaking? Oh my God! Don't worry about it, Joe. I'm just piercing through the veil, and and he has caused even more since, by the look of things. Yeah, since he died, he's really been on a bender. The Robinsons, <laughs> the Robinsons will remember his name for a long time to come. I think they'll remember society's name a lot longer. <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry, you might have let a comment on that. <laughs> I wonder. If remember Mr. when the entire city disappeared upon us and no longer acknowledged us as people? I do. 
and scapegoated us for all of the woes. Now, son, do not let your father's wrongs wrong you as Thank well. Thank you, mother. We do not need to lose you to I this. Will, I am saved. I saved as a couple times. There's three of me. <laughs> okay. I do not like the dot JPEG of you. It is low res. Do not worry. I've saved it now as a dot PNG. It is forever saved. Crystal clear. It is crystal clear quality. Praise ghost mom. Praise the PNG ghost mom. Downloading error, 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 <laughs> and enter. I wonder if Mr. Robinson was really in league with him, Frank. I don't think so. And I don't believe Mr. Robinson ever found that treasure after the robbery either. I think the narrators wrote that question for me because clearly I've been supportive of the Robinsons up until now, but I'm just saying it's a great dialogue. How dare you question their pure intentions? Ghost narrator, please kill me. <laughs> no. No, I'm a good boy again. There are, there is some explanation to this whole affair that none of us has been able to fathom. If I remember rightly, as the narrator and writer, as Dixon has put in my brain... Take these words and show them in your brain, Joe! It was this part of the country that Jackley worked. You know, when we just said that earlier in the couple pages. Repetition is for the youngsters who are reading this book, who are clearly too stupid to understand what's happening. You must tell a child three times in a book, I am Dixon. That's what Dad told us. He said it was along the right of where... As long the right way, what he said it was along. Just speak the words, Frank. It's hard to read, uh, but it doesn't make any sense. I never learned how to read. Speak the Dixon. I it's a part of you. I don't want it's to. It's instinct. No. Over describe it and I, say it thrice. I don't want That's to. That's the Dixon way. I don't want to do this anymore. Say it now, Frank. <laughs> he said it was along the right of way. Near the state road. Uh, you know, the right of way. That location. The right of way. It's Joe, not an idea anymore. What's happening? It's Eddie? a physical place now. What's going on? We are now in the right of way. We are the right of way. Jackley was a section head or signalman or something. How do I know these words? How do I know these terms? He was an intersection light. That was his job. He wore it on his head. Red, yellow, green. That was his colors. Good boy, Joe. Both boys gazed down the two lanes of railway tracks that gleamed in the sun. Far into the distance, the glittering bands of steel extended, vanishing into a common perspective. What's the fascination with railroads? I don't understand. Don't question me, Joe. Don't question me. I am the narrator. I am the one who questions you. You are one now with the narrator. No, you are not. Praise be narrator Frank. I am. Frank Raider. What? No. Praise be the Frank Raider. I have a new ghost we're, bomb. We're it's Frank Raider. No. I don't want this. I don't want it. It's taking over your body. You can't do it. You can't stop it. You're the avatar. <laughs> <laughs> Say the words, Frank. Speak them from inside you. The land along the right of way was thickly wooded. It was an attractive part of the country. And here... The wooded spaces were broken and by green fields and meadows. The boys were at the top of the slope, and they had a view of wide, expensive country below them in the far distance. You're, you're, it's gaining more control. You're, you're letting it flow through you. Channel the Dixon. The power. Channel the voices. It hurts. In the far distance, along the tracks, they could see a little red railway station back at the roofs 
<laughs> spires of a village. Tell me. It doesn't make sense. Just keep going. <laughs> I need this information because it's so relevant. There, they could see spindly legs and squat bulk of a water tank painted with a bright scarlet. <laughs> the scarlet letter that the Robins have worn now that society has rejected them. They've started their own commune. <coughs> it's come full circle. Uh, this water tank was not far from the rail station, but half a mile down the track, and only a few hundred yards from the place where the Hardy Boys were seated, rose the bulk of another water station. This There's water everywhere! There's water everywhere here! It's Look at all the water in the towers! It's house-sized water bottles everywhere! This is fascinating! This sunny! This is where it comes from! The Nestle Company you know, really is <laughs> destroying the earth by its oversaturation of the, this countryside. But oh, this but this tower, one of the old style built before the modern tanks Allegedly. came into use. Allegedly you know, destroying. You know, I really got to say, before the modern tanks were built, the old water tanks were just passe and overwrought. I'm so glad we now have these stern, streamlined water tanks of today. Because that's what we're getting described here are the fucking water tanks. This is our uh, inside advertisement. This tower treasure is brought to you by... Um, future tank water. This is the best <laughs> water ever. I can't get enough. Nothing makes a mystery get thirst like this tank of water. I don't know. I don't know words. Ah, solved that problem. No, no. Ah, drown in it. <laughs> I hear it calling me. Go answer it for Is that job. you, Ghost Mom? Yeah. Are you calling me? She's calling you from the water. Is Go this how you went too? <laughs> this is how Dad did it, wasn't he? This is where he did it. Are we on Lake Pontchartrain? I need to know! Place. I must be the one with my ghost mom now! It all seemed allowed to fall... <coughs> excuse me. Was that freshly painted? <coughs> uh, before the free, before the modern water tanks in use, it was that freshly painted. It had all been allowed to fall into a state of disrepair. Some of the rungs were missing from the ladder that led up to the side, and the tower itself had a forlorn and weather-beaten aspect, as though it had been deserted. This, indeed, was the case. The new water tank closer to the station had been erected to replace it, and although the old structure had not been torn down, it was not now used. It was left <sighs> as a marker to, to remind the town of what not to ever do again. Thank God we have this information, Frank. Whew. Frank took a huge bite. We could bite. throw a dart on the map, and we'd find the clue that would solve this case, I bet. Hang on, hang on. Hard cut back. Frank took a huge bite out of his sandwich and began to munch on it thoughtfully. Hmm. That is one of my favorite lines of the book. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Are you altering your voice permanently? This is me. I am Joe. Oh, God. He's dedicating himself. I'm Joe forever now. He'll uh, be in every book. I'm sorry, Ken's girlfriend. Every episode. <laughs> he's my character now. I live him in and out of the podcast. The sight of the two water stations had given him an idea. But at first it seemed to be him to be too absurd for consideration. He was wondering whether he should mention it to his brother. I can see you're thinking things again. Tell <laughs> me. Is it because of smoke coming out of my ears? It's the Dixon in your mouth. It's ready to come out. <laughs> it's all those Dixons in your mouth. Then he noticed that Joe, too, was gazing thoughtfully down the railroad tracks. Joe raised a, a sandwich to his lips. Praise be. <laughs> it's a, a, a said. A said? A side? What is that? A said? It's essayed. I didn't know essayed. I didn't know essay could be past tense. Okay. A said. A bite. And missed the sandwich altogether. Ah! Ah! Joe is that bad. Woo! He's, 
He is that bad. Anyway. Can't uh, get my finger. It's a slippery devil. <laughs> Joe, this is why we can't let you shoot guns ever. I'm worried about you. Pass me my sippy cup. <laughs> Here's your bottle. Do you, do you have my Cheerios? Do you need Do you need a binky? I, you didn't pack it? I didn't. I thought you'd be able to be a big boy today. I, I'm a big boy. I'm a solving mysteries. I bet you there's a mystery in them tanks. Still, he continued gazing at the two water towers. Finally, Joe turned to his bro- turned and looked at his brother. These in, Cheerios are stale! In the eyes of both was the light of great discovery. They knew that they were both thinking the same thing. The two Dad did it! He two. killed her at this wa- river. <laughs> <laughs> this is it! <coughs> her body's in those tanks. How did you know? The two water towers. Yeah! Frank, said Frank slowly. An old one and a new one. And Jackley said, He hid the stuff in the old tower. He was a whale man. Why not? Shouted Joe, springing to his feet. Why couldn't it have been the old water tower? He used to work around here. He didn't say the, the old... The Dixons mentioned this in the earlier chapters. You just go back and look at my penciling in there. I We mentioned this for foreshadowing. Yes. It was he really well written. He couldn't. Uh, it, it, why couldn't it have been the old wife? That's what you said. Uh, um, That's my line, you fucker. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm confused. Go, let's take it to your mouth. Just pull him out. The, pa- the power of the narrator is leaving me. Uh, he didn't say the old tower of the tower mansion after all. Yeah. He just said. His lawyer really t- made sure he didn't say that. Otherwise, he'd be liable for lying. <laughs> he said He said the old tower. Frank? I believe we've stumbled on the clue. It's the first mention of the clue. It's a moment to savor. You know, at the end of the book. (laughs) Not at the beginning. (laughs) Never have we ever found one. I think I've got a clue. It would be the natural thing for him to come to his old haunts after the robbery. And if he found he couldn't get away with the stuff, he would just hide it somewhere he knew. The old water tower. Why didn't we think of it before, Joe? Because they never mentioned it in the book. Why must this, why that must be the place? It's going to literally never mention it. This is just bullshit. Why never, never thought of it? The authors are pulling a Sherlock. They're withholding information. The narrator's the Sherlock in this story. They just Sherlocked the whole audience. <laughs> we just got Sherlocked. We just got Sherlocked. Whoo. All right. So we've ended that chapter. Let's, let's get the chipade. Whoa, seamless transition. Perfect, perfect audio stuff here. Uh, yeah, so thank you so much for, for listening, and uh, please, if you want to uh, help support the show, uh, you can head on over to our Patreon, and right now uh, on our Patreon, you can vote for what the, the next book is going to be. Uh, we did have it was uh, Hans Christian Andersen's Fairy Tales versus uh, a Shakespeare play. Shakespeare has knocked out Hans Christian Andersen. K.O. It's a, it was a clean fight, a good fight. And uh, Hans, but sadly, Christian Anderson just didn't have it in him to continue on against the Bard. The score by Zimmer was settled, and it's the Bard is coming out on top. Uh, but so now we need one more vote. We're gonna have a bonus vote off. It's Bard v Bard in this vote. Shakespeare versus Shakespeare. Who will come on top, Bill or William? And w- when we were picking the stories between the the two to choose from, we inadvertently picked two that had like 
two close characters that are like the so the first one is uh it's not the a gentleman of Verona. Yeah, two gentlemen of Verona. Yeah. Which is about uh two guys that like the same girl. It's a, it's a, it's a basically their first rom com. Yeah, it's it's two guys, it's two best friends that like like the same girl. Yeah, it's it's a it's a lo- love triangle bit. And then versus the comedy of errors. It's about uh two uh, identical twins that are separated at birth come back together. Two sets of identical twins, I think even. Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> you know, hang on, spoiler alert! In the Bible, Jesus comes back. What? <laughs> I know. Which it's edition crazy. are you reading? <laughs> uh. So yeah, the, the Ginsburg. <laughs> uh, by if you can, you can vote by April first. Uh-huh. That's the joke. <laughs> uh, you got go go on over to Patreon.com/slash Bad Audiobooks. Sign up for any tier. Any tier will allow you to vote. Uh, just find that post. Uh, clicky votey on which one you like. Uh, but yeah, the voting ends in a couple weeks. Yep. Or maybe so once it gets posted. Yeah, just like yeah, week two, three. Yeah, uh, yeah. Head on over. Uh, so uh, hop to it. Vote. Welcome back. Ooh, are you? <coughs> do you have a couple pages here stuck together? Oh yeah. Um, you, I, I kind of found that uh, mine were kind of glued together too. Um, what the fuck? Yeah, I know. It's weird. What is this? Get ready. Uh, so it is a uh, chapter twenty-one point five. X X I point five. There you go. <laughs> point five. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> X X I point five. You Jack Lee's revenge. V. <laughs> it's V. V. V is five in Roman numerals. Oh, I was doing it as a joke. I know, but no. XXI point XXI point V. Okay. Yeah, no, good. point five is fine. I like point five. It's fine. We're keeping all this. Anyway. <laughs> Are we recording? Yeah, we're recording. Okay. Cool. okay. All right. Um, as the boys race down the hill with wild abandon, on uh, I can't wait to solve this mystery! <laughs> um, as the boys race down the hill with wild abandon, uh, a, spe- a, a great wind came through the, uh, the the country. Yes, we have now a budget for sound effects, dear listeners. Um, the budget is going up. <laughs> Production values. Uh, anyway, so uh, a- a- as the wind carried itself through, all of a sudden the spirit of Mom Ghost appeared. Ghost Mom appeared. She watched as her boys ran toward the tower, and a look of horror filled her face. She My knew boys. what she had to do. I cannot save them from what is to come unless through the powers of narration. (laughs) Ghost Mom summoned all of her strength in order to summon herself inside of the water tower. Narrator, I see you. I see your words. Ah! Speak them. Oh, my God. Bring back he who was wronged by him. Um, I, okay. Uh, Inside the water tower lay the body still and quiet. I need, I need his spirit first. I need to resurrect his ghost. Well, uh, okay. Uh, in, inside of the body was the encapsulated spirit ghost of Red Jackley. Did, I guess that's it. Hey, <laughs> hello? Hi. I, hi. What's going on? What, what, where am I? This is, yeah, you're trapped. You're trapped, trapped inside the vessel. I'm in a vessel? Yes. You are the chosen one. I, I am? You are the but, chosen one. But I'm a thief. I, I, I. I was last time. All sinners must come from grace into something. <laughs> Listen, you gotta go to this tower. <laughs> My boys are on their way. I can't have them happening. I must protect them. I must protect them. Their beautiful young eyes from seeing evil. Wait, 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 wait. Last I remember, I was I was on a train. I was off a train. I was in a hospital, and then a man. I, yes. I can't remember his name. The evil man. 
Yeah. The man who took everything from you. Uh, and from me. Uh-huh. And from so many others. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. That guy. Yeah. You you died. I did? You did. Why am I here then? Because your your body well, I don't know how to describe this because it's quite the sight. Um <laughs> You're you're floating in the ether. Oh wait, are my fingernails still good? I pay a lot for manicures. <laughs> yeah, they'll keep growing after you die. Oh, those effects. Uh, so yes, you're floating in the ether, but you're also floating in the water tank. Oh, how do I get to? How, wait, are you trying do to? Do you remember you him? Do, do you I, remember Fenton? Do, I, do you remember what he did to you? Uh, I remember a pillow. <laughs> I remember a pillow. Do you remember the questions that he asked you? I. And maybe you did or didn't answer them. <laughs> and then maybe he did or didn't write down whatever he wanted. And then told the police and everyone about it. Do you remember that? <laughs> uh, uh, va- vaguely. You vaguely. couldn't see through the pillow, could you? No. You couldn't breathe? I, I couldn't. I told, him, I told him where I put the, the tower treasure, but... And then you were one with the narration, weren't you? Yeah, he... I, I remember talking. And he had... This was bullshit, right? Yeah. And no badge. It's really strange. He was interfering with police business. It well, was. That's what he always does. He's a madman. Uh, and he's got my boys. And I must free them. I must protect them. And you, you're a gruesome, ugly mess. You're floating in the ether. I thought you said my fingernails look good. I, besides your fingernails, I, wasn't, I didn't think I needed to say that specifically because obviously they're killer. I mean, the polish, it's, it's very, it's beautiful. It's got a nice I high gloss. I double, double layer polish. I, I can tell it got it shining just like your glassy eyes. I, listen, so I, there's a problem. What is it? The ether that you're floating in right now yeah. is actually a, a necrotic tank of water that your body's been <laughs> in for a couple months now, and you're like a, a fucking bloated marshmallow. Oh, no. I worked out all the time. Yes, and you've got one last mission. All that gone. I need you, and I will help you. I will give you the rewards back of unlife uh, if you get out of this fucking tower <laughs> before my kids see, and they're scarred for life. But why? But why? Why go inside of the body? It looks terrible. God, look at me. It's horrible. Yes, you can see now. Open your spirit eyes. But uh, it's your home. It's it's a terror. It's been, but it's been, it's been written. It's been like lived in by teenagers and they spray painted it. I pulled you from hell. You were going there right there. And I totally stopped it. It was bad, man. It was going to be terrible. I remember white light, not red. Ah, well, you know, who's to say? (laughs) Um, I, you know, I didn't really look. Uh, Okay, so that body, go in there now. I hear them. They're at the foot of the ladder. (laughs) Frank, do you hear that? Is there something? I think there's clinking in there. Horror of horrors waited inside of the water tank for the boys. He tried to speak to Ghost Mom only to find her vanish and him alone in a a dark, wet vessel. He knew what he had to do, though. Because even uh, even though he yeah. even though he hated the form in which he had taken, he vowed revenge on the Hardy Boys and Fenton himself. He crashed himself. He started to push the side of the water tank and made his way out. He ran. He ran as fast as the zombie bloated water legs could take him, and as fast as he could, he hopped on the nearest train, and it carried him off to the horizon. Didn't go through the ladder. Didn't get out of the some sort of lid situation. No, Just he punched through, straight through. That's what it says here in the text. Oh, you're right. Oh, sorry, I didn't read that part. Why oh, you, wow, he's got zombie strength. You need to keep up, man. Oh, okay, yeah. He's sorry. a freakishly strong thing. <laughs> Ghost mom's powers are beyond comprehension. We do not know what she gave him as far as powers go, and maybe one day, someday soon. One, please. <laughs> Will one? 
One <laughs> should go to base. Oh my God. Bay Harbor. Uh, you, you mean Bay Potsa? No. The other way. I gotta get it far away. F- Wait, no. Revenge. <laughs> One for Bayport. <laughs> the city of the bay, the harbor on the mountains, they say. <laughs> the harbor on the mountains. <laughs> the fighters. For the all fighters. those sky boats. <laughs> I've got some business to take care of. Sir, your jaw's falling off. Oh, shit. Man, you I'm gonna take a here. The ticket seller tore off a ticket and gave it to the the, the rotting ghost cooks. mom. Show him what he needs to see. Uh, I, but I'm just a simple ticket seller. Oh God! <laughs> you see the tickets in my hand with the power of ghost mom. <laughs> now, please give me a bottle of brandy or some sort of drink that the that Fenton drinks, and I shall drink it as well. And we shall go back, and I shall have my revenge. And thus ends chapter twenty one point five. Okay, yeah, that's a good, uh, that's a good one. Yeah, I, yeah I, like, I, I mean, you could definitely tell there was there was more than one Dixon in that chapter. And I mean, there was definitely uh, a lot of tone changes, weird uh, plot points, missing uh, sections. I never knew that, that they were telling, not showing, or the showing, not telling. Yeah, uh, it was weird. But I will say the dialogue was very good. It was the best dialogue in this book so far. I mean, it, it, it was, was fresh, organic. <laughs> it was organic. It was fresh. It moved. Really didn't feel like the editors came in. Seemingly and came out of nowhere. Yeah, it was, it was powerful. Uh, okay, I don't know if we have time for another chapter here. I think that's, that's I think that's gonna be it today. Yeah. So thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you, the hell out of you, coming along this wild ride that is the Hardy Boys. Uh, if you want to support the show, head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com/badaudiobooks. But another great way to support the show is to head on over to <coughs> Apple Podcasts and rate and review the show. And if you write a little uh, review, we will read it on the air as long as it's not hate speech. Yep. And uh, for that, uh, and on that, ladies and gentlemen, good night.